Good morning, directors. Welcome back to the Director of Flourishing podcast. Before I start, I do remind you that you are the Director of Flourishing in your own life. It really, truly is up to you to flourish. Um, to start today, today we're talking about uh, showing up and self-trust as I, uh, as I come back from a hiatus. Um, so I'm going to read a quote. It says, to increase self-trust, set small incremental micro-commitments to yourself and then honor them no matter what. Your self-trust muscle begins to grow. So this is basically talking about showing up, right? And this is, is talking about how when you're setting the small micro commitments to yourself then you're less likely to find yourself talking about oh tonight i'm going to read that paper and then i'm going to write an article about it and i'm going to submit it but then you get home and you're mad tired and you just veg out in front of tv the idea of this is that because you're setting small incremental micro commitments that perhaps instead of saying, I'm going to read the whole paper, let's go for small and say, I'm going to read the abstract and the introduction (laughs) and, you know, commit to doing that. And then we're going to continue to increase, kind of like when you first start working out and you don't, you know, go all in. Some people go all in, but (laughs) for the rest of us, we, you know, slowly build up to uh, where we want to be. Um, and it's it's kind of working yourself up to a place where you can start to trust yourself. So that when you say, I'm going to go to the, ex- to, to the gym to exercise afterward, your, your body and your mind and everything inside of you says, yes and support you in that motion um so that when you do get home from the gym you go to, you go ex- when you get home from work you go exercise regardless versus i'm going to go work out and then ugh, you know stuff comes up and then you don't go we were working on getting to a place where we're saying and doing we're saying and we're doing um perhaps like me you're better at showing up when others are concerned so say if you told tiffany that you were going to go work on a project with her at four o'clock you get up drag yourself up from that bed at three forty-five because tiffany is waiting and so you have cultivated a habit of of honoring your commitments to others now if you're not even showing up for tiffany i, I don't know but if you're not showing up for Tiffany, it's really because Tiffany does not matter to you that much. But there's somebody somewhere that does. Your mother, your kids, your boss, there's somebody that you, when you make a commitment to them, when you say, I'm going to be there at four, you do get up to do what you said you were going to do, even when you don't feel like it, even when you're feeling sick. You have to push through a headache. You have a cold. You didn't sleep at night. You don't have time. You make the time. 
it's not about convenience. It's about your commitment to Tiffany. Now, if there's nobody at all, if there's nobody <laughs> that uh, makes you show up, you know, there's like, it doesn't matter what you said. You, you got a headache, so you're just going to go lie in bed. Uh, then in that case, you should call Dr. Jagada. Just message me. I'll send you her number. For the rest of us that don't need your Dr. Jagada, um, how do you get to where you show up for you? Just because you were you said you were going to, not because Tiffany is waiting for you or the kids are expecting it, you know, but you said you were going to make something nice for dinner. And and then, you know, we're not ordering something that that your doctor doesn't want to see. How do you become a person of your word? Because, you know, Tiffany thinks you're a person of your word because you show up for her. She can count on you. But what about Tayo? Can Tayo count on you, on Tayo? Can Tayo count on me? Can Tayo count on me to eat healthy, to exercise regularly, to make the doctor's appointments, to go to bed on time because tomorrow's a busy day? Can future Tayo trust me? Can future you trust you? Let's talk about self-control. Traditionally, we've seen self-control as a self-limiting behavior. You know, you control yourself so you don't eat too much, talk too much, spend too much. Go to somebody's house when you shouldn't be there. But is self-control also making myself do what I said I was going to do? Showing up. Honoring my word, even when it doesn't affect anybody else right now. In, in my life, I have engaged in life hacks, you know, to make it easy for me to do what I said I was going to do. Like the people that, you know, wake up and wear their gym clothes in the morning, even though they're not going to the gym till 5 p.m. But it's the putting things in place that make it easy to do what you said you would do. Kind of cultivating an environment that makes it easy. Now, at some point, you got to just throw out the the need for easy and need for convenience and just do it. Sometimes you got to power through. And admittedly, that's easier for some people than others. But for most of us, you know, as we engage in the life hacks and 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 making it easier you know at some point you do just need to get up just have that conversation go ahead and start that business go back to school or the gym but whatever it is that you're that you're sitting with that you've talked about and thought about. Pick a small part of it and commit to doing that one small thing. 
you know, in the beginning, I read that. I'm going to read it again. That we want to set small incremental micro commitments to ourselves and then honor them no matter what. And then your self-trust muscle begins to grow. So figure out what your one thing, your one small thing is. And do it. Every day. Like working out. Like, you know, while I understand that for some, for some of us it is going to the gym. But think about it like a mental gym. You know, if you're thinking about writing a book, write a page every day. Block out time, 20 minutes, and write. But you got to start. Because if you never start, you, you're at zero. And you stay at zero. So you talk about change, but it's just talk. Now, admittedly, it's easier, and, and for me, honestly, it's easier to do the things that I enjoy, right? And sometimes, you know, it's just easier to watch TV, right? And, you know, it's easy to think that everybody's like you, right? And that it's hard <laughs> for everybody just like you. But this past summer, I had the <laughs> interesting... Uh, experience of watching my seven-year-old get up at 6 a.m. every morning during the summer holidays to go through her homework. The school had given them a, a homework packet for the summer and this child got up at 6 a.m. every day, including Sundays, to do three or four pages. No one asked her to do that. I mean, I wouldn't ask anyone to get up at 6 a.m. to do homework every day. But she did. Every single day. It was like, it was like unreal to me. Um, and yes, she also will do, because I mean, sorry, backtrack. I'm not saying the child enjoys homework, but it was a, I'm supposed to do this. And so I'm doing it. Now, yes, um, she's crazy about her Legos, and when she gets a new Lego set, she kind of ignores the whole world for a day or two until it's all completed. But this, this idea, this consistency of showing up every day without fail for homework at 7, 6 a.m., that's a gift. That's the gift of self-discipline. And, and we're not all wired like that. Honestly, before my own child started to do it, I, I, <laughs> I was under the impression that people who did stuff like that were people who had been excessively disciplined in their childhood. Kind of like how I went to military school and now you cannot pay me to be late because lateness was overly disciplined at military school. So I don't do African time, Niger time, CP time, island time, like... On time is late, I show up early and I cannot disengage myself from it. So I thought those people who did things like getting up 
at 6 a.m. every day to work on whatever project that, you know, was not their life dream. I truly thought it was because they had been over-disciplined as children. However, since I have not been over-disciplining my child, I am coming to appreciate that there are personality types that are wired to show up like that. Um, if you've ever looked at the Enneagram, you, if you have not, you totally should take a, take a test. You can find a free Enneagram test. But the Enneagram 1 personality is described as self-disciplined, conscientious, responsible, ethical, serious, and orderly. No, I am not an Enneagram 1, but apparently my child is. So for the rest of us who do not have the natural gift of self-discipline. We got to hack the code. Study your own habits. What makes it most likely that you will indeed get up and do what you said you were going to do? Your job is to put all of those things in place. Figure out what thoughts need to be running in your mind to cause the action that you need. Like on the days that you got up and went to the gym at, at 8 a.m. on Saturday, just like you said, what was going on in your mind on that day? What kind of thoughts were you thinking? Were you thinking, ah, oh, this gym thing is working. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see, like to zip up that dress more easily. I can see some of this extra stuff. You know, what, what thoughts were you thinking on the day that you got up and went? Because those thoughts, you need to plant in your head. You need to say them to yourself. You need to sell those thoughts to yourself. But really, you need to sell, you need to become a salesman to yourself or a saleswoman. So, so obviously, I'm in, the, I'm in an exercise. <laughs> I'm in a need for exercise at this point in my life. Um, but sell that regular exercise to yourself. Sell the project to yourself. Make it easy for you. Hack your own life. Because better than anybody else, you know what sells stuff to you. I'll end with another quote. We don't choose our futures, we choose our habits. And our habits choose our futures. Alright, send me a message. I want to know what life hacks are working for you as you show up for yourself, for your life, and for your future. Until next time, remember that you are the director of flourishing in your life. And I'm looking forward to hearing the many different ways that you are cultivating a flourishing life. <laughs>